Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And they all say, Oh, well, never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Mr. Misopheles. I just see, by the way, while this happens, in my head, all I see is someone losing control Get of their so car on the road while we're screaming this song and going, ah! <laughs> How do you feel? Is it in your brain? Well, it's in our brains, and I'm sorry that if we just got that stuck in your head, except I'm not sorry. Welcome to page seven, because we are up top here talking about hashtag release the butthole cut. Tour. Y'all, we are coming to you soon in Dallas and Austin. We are going to be there so soon, and I'm going to be so fresh off the heels of my wedding. I'm going to look and radiate madness. Austin, <laughs> we want to be around it. Austin, we are coming to Emos on the 17th of November, brah. Emos in Austin. Please check it out on the lastpodcastnetwork.com. Also, Dallas, Texas, Southside Music Hall. Hope there's not a lot of Violence in that venue because Why we're going. Why would you say that? <laughs> because of West Side Story. It's no. <laughs> a West Side Story. Just reference. trying to flavor it up a little bit, so I'm not just naming facts about our oh, tour. Oh, okay. I thought the, I thought this sure hope like, what the violence there. doesn't arise to a degree I that would make not. a man go mad at Southside Music Hall in Dallas on the 18th of November. I hope fisticuffs do not. Approach us. But maybe there will be fisticuffs after we um, <laughs> sing Mr. Mistopheles because you know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen to you. There's one that we guarantee from our show we are going to sing. And they all say, say oh, well, 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 I get so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. Except there will be no orchestra and it will be us singing it a cappella instead. Also, if that is keeping you from buying a ticket, then we won't be singing the song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. Well, <laughs> Check out all the dates on there. There's so many other ones. We've got DC. We've got Philly. We've got Brooklyn. Oh! 
Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles. But first and foremost, coming right around the corner, Austin and Dallas, the 17th and 18th of November, Emos, and the very violent, very frightening South I don't Side think so. Music Hall. There might be... I've never been to South Side Music Hall, but I have been to Dallas, and I, I'm, not, I'm not scared in Dallas. There's some gun violence in Dallas, for I, sure. I, I mean, I imagine it is a city yeah, in the United in Texas, States. For sure, in the United States, in Texas, you know what I mean? All I know is that I'm in the final week before planning a wedding, and um, so Mr. Mistopheles hasn't been playing, but are you familiar with Rose's turn from Gypsy when, like, like the mother starts to lose her mind and unravel, mm. where it's just like, why did I do it? Why did it get me? Scrap right. all of me in the background, where she like starts to really truly mm. unravel, and I've been um, singing that, that to myself. It's the um, wedding and everything. I had a dream. Right. I dreamed it for you, June, and it makes me think of. Um, we were just talking about because next week we are listening to and watching together High School Musical two, and we were talking about letting your children be a part of showbiz, and I think of Gypsy, and I can't mm. believe I didn't bring up Gypsy because. Then you will slowly crack as a theater mother, and then you listen to Rose's turn all the time. Yeah. Why are you both looking at me like I'm crazy? <laughs> Just a challenging conversation starter, that's all. Just try to come up. We've got a show coming We've got here. a show, and the violence returns to Southside Music Hall with a bad violence returns. We are the violence. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, we are the violence. We're going to get violent with you guys on the no, 18th of November in Dallas, Texas. Yo, come on. It's like, well, I feel like I was going to do a thing in the show where it's like a gang. Like, I'm going to beat them in to our, to our fandom. Like, you know what I mean? Well, You're like, you're going to be no. the Jets? No, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, a, a one man until your jet? last dying day. <laughs> a one man jet. It's going to be very scary. <laughs> I just imagine you shooting out bubbles of water, though. Instead, exactly. No, I'm not going to be enact violence on anyone. So come on down to Dallas uh, <laughs> and come on to Austin, 17th and 18th of November. Last podcast. I like you're looking at me as if I'm doing a bad job, and then you're talking about the violence of Dallas <laughs> to get people to come out to our show. <laughs> I was trying to pivot into like, oh, it's Jackie's madness, not right. just Olden's madness. <laughs> <laughs> What's your reason for madness, Holden? It's Midnight's Week, Jackie. Oh, that's why. So th that's like my full moon, and I'm the werewolf. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I thought I heard howling through North Hollywood. <laughs> Where was it? Yeah, I was going, Maroon! That's the second track. It's very good. All right. Well, Tay-Tay broke the internet, everybody. Ugh. I guess we have to start I, off you know with what? that. Then. Speaking of it's the spiritual violence that gets enacted on me when a Taylor Swift album comes out, I get, violence. I get railroaded <laughs> left and right. Just people just be like, she fucking is sad. <laughs> You're like, not getting that. Yes, I mean, all the time it happens. Taylor Swift does time. bring up out a lot of people's strong emotions. I it's have noticed weird. that. It's weird. People are, I've said this all the time, people are weird about her. Yeah. It is very strange what happens to people. And people are just way more, I guess I'll use the word impassioned about musical tastes than I am. And I think that's just because I've gotten older. I remember a time when I was like angry about like a band I didn't like. Right? Mm, right. Did you, did you have, for me, the first one was Counting Crows. I fucking hated Counting Crows with a passion. My brother had the CD and I stole it and took it to school so we can make fun of the lyrics to Mr. Jones. 
at lunchtime. I think that this might have been an only you thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I go through this. I feel like any thinking really about the cut and gross in my feelings towards them for more than 10 seconds at a time. No. Well, was there ever a band where you're like, <laughs> those guys? Oh, I mean, Ooh. me with every popular artist until I turned right. 11 and wanted to be popular and started watching the VH1 Top 10 Countdown because I you wasn't had cool enough to watch TRL. You no. had pre-11-year-old hate I was on the, that That level? was my biggest hating time, yes. I was. The, people don't think that children can be depressed, but they can. They certainly can be. Oh, they, they can be angry. Anxious, they they can talk about their mental health. Yes. Um, that is something that should and encourage um, that with our children. If you look at the lyrics, they make no sense. Okay, just everything in Mister Jones. It oh, means- I thought you were talking about midnight. So I was like, wow, what a <laughs> turnaround! Oh my god, I was no, like, they, doesn't they, she say sexy too- little babies? I will say, MJ, in one of the songs on Midnight's, I was listening to. It. I've listened to it thrice. I listened to I, it once. Last yeah, night, wines. you had wines. <laughs> I had thrice and I enjoyed it. But there is a song where she starts talking about sexy little babies. And I had to pause it <laughs> to be like, wait, did she just say sexy little babies? And I know that she was, I think, making a, a japery of sorts of saying they all think that they're sexy little babies. Uh, yes. I look to you, Holden. She says, "Every I feel like everybody's a sexy baby. But you know the sexy baby thing, right? Where it's had to win. Girls talk like this. Oh, like Ooh, uh, Messica from um, season one of Love is Blind. Yes, Ooh, yes. Messica. She had yes. Her, remember, she had her little baby voice. In the she past. was a little baby. And I that, just think of Santa Baby. You know how I feel about Santa <laughs> Right. So you, you would agree with that lyric, I think. Poochie Poochie's kind of stick on the walk of my horse. <laughs> right? Big boys. <laughs> I would love to see you do some diaper play and, and sing Santa. Uh, I'm all right. I'd rather be Rose's turn. I'm fine with it. I'd rather have an un, like, watch my mind unravel in real time. Well, all right. Just here's an example. Well, I'm going to paint my picture, paint myself in blue and red and black and You're gray. You're still talking about counting All crows. of the beautiful oh, colors like, are very, are very meaningful. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, gray is my favorite color. I felt so symbolic yesterday. Day, I if I knew Picasso, I would buy myself a gray guitar. I like how and this play. conversation started by Holden saying he's not a hater towards other people's music, and now he's <laughs> counting the ways in which he's still bad at the counting. Pros. Yes, wow, he hasn't let it go. No, I haven't. So I get your hate, y'all, but I do like the new album. I think it's I think it's really strong. I, I don't love every single song on it, but the ones that I do, I like it a lot. And uh, my favorite. One of my one of my Lucky. three. I like I like um uh your That's dumb and dumber kid. reference, everybody. Oh big gulps, huh? huh? Well I'll lock see you later. Um anyways. Remember when the, the guy, bird's head fell off? And the guy drinks the piss. Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> that was Harlem Williams drinks the I piss. Feel, man, there is nothing that makes you feel dumber than rewatching Dumb and Dumber and you just like <laughs> still hold it. Still got it. Because I'm just like stoned and going it. like <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is so good. <laughs> I should try to adopt Dumb and Dumber as my favorite Jim Carrey movie because of course my favorite Jim Carrey movie always was Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And, and of I'm, course, I yeah, that's sad to say. It Cannot. holds up in every way until you realize what the founding <laughs> conceit of the film is. It's real rough. And it's real rough. It's really sad, and you realize, oh, this entire movie is based on a transphobic joke, and you gotta, you gotta send right. it out to see. And I gotta just bring in Dumb and Dumber as my favorite. Which talk about hater. 
in my pre 11 years old days, I was like, anybody who likes Dumb and Dumber more than Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, doesn't know what they're talking about. I Whoa, will say, original I will, haters. I will MJ. throw one thing out there about that. It doesn't, it doesn't at all make it better, really. But at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure they were just parodying the crying game. But then also, remember the fucking crying game? I don't think I've ever saw the crying game. The whole conceit of that. So that whole shower sequence when he realizes the the deal with what uh, what's her name Finkel you know, and Einhorn Finkel is Einhorn when he's in the shower and stuff that's a parody of Crying Game and the oh. whole thing about Crying Game is exactly that it's also like this guy I believe I I've never seen either but just I remember yeah it was like I think it was like the OG trans panic wow. movie right because it's about a guy who falls in love with a girl and then he eventually finds out I believe that she's been a she was uh, a man transitioned to a woman right wow I think that's that's the deal with it. And You're talking to two people who have never seen it. Naked in the shower. You know what I mean? Oh, so. naked in the shower. I remember that. Remember when he puts the bird seed in his belly button? No. <laughs> well, what about this? What do you? How do you feel about Guano? Maybe Ace Ventura Two is a good uh, pivot. I also uh, for remember you. hating that, but I might have been wrong about that. <laughs> I just loved Ace Ventura One so much. It's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. You know, it's like when your favorite band puts out an album, and you're like, "This isn't quite as good as the first album." Was how I right. felt about or, or, Ace Ventura yeah, like, Two. Yeah, Bright Eyes puts out an album called like Trans People or whatever or something <laughs> like that. You're like, why? Why would you do that? You know what I mean? It's just don't, don't. You know? <laughs> he would never, I don't think. Although it does sound like <laughs> he's been the same. That would be a weird thing. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea about him. I yeah. try to keep my parasocial relationships with stars. Um to its minimum. limits, everyone just keeps messaging everyone. My thing, since everyone knows that I love Connor Obers, everyone just keeps messaging me like the saddest reviews of him, like having a really hard time with alcoholism on his current tour. So it's just like oh. people, it's just like he's just really, he has struggled for a very obviously. If you've ever heard a single second of any Bright Eyes song, you know that right. he struggles with depression and and alcoholism and and so people just keep sending me these like really sad like he didn't even finish his set in New Orleans posts uh, and so I just I'm like oh you bring up you bring up a good thing I actually want to shout out to uh, the people who like hate all over the Tay is one thing but I also get so many sweet DMs and even texts from friends that like wouldn't normally that that really surprised me of being like I really like the new album or you know, whatever, or, or people just backing me as well. So I really appreciate that. It's such we a both fast- listened to it. MJ and I both listened to yeah, it. Yeah, and I texted my sister-in-law at 11.30 p.m. on the day that it, it came, on Midnight's Day, because she's also a tailor uh, and a gayler tailor. And so I said, you know, happy Midnight's Day. And she said, I'm so glad you thought of me. And so I understand what it means to be a tailor Swifty and to have someone remember you on your day of of need. On your day. Yes, it is my day. It's my day of Tay. And I... (laughs) And I, I think it's good. It's moody. You know what I it mean? It is very moody. It's a moody record. It's very honest. It's nice to get her back to being autobiographical because Folklore and Evermore were more about, you know, fictional stories. That's why they were called Folklore and Evermore. Oh, my God. So whatever. <laughs> Champagne problems. Champagne problems. Midnight's uh, broke the Spotify record for most streamed album in a single Take day. Take that, Kim Kardashian's big ass. What is wrong with her ass and why are you blaming it? It's because she broke the internet with her, her ass. Her big ass broke the internet. Yeah, her ass broke the internet. And you, oh, and you were saying breaking that. breaking the internet. Oh, yeah, because I did, I did 
say that this, oh my God, Tay broke the internet. I'm so glad that that phrasing has kind of gone out of favor with popular culture because that really, that was the worst. I will say I said it to enrage you. Yes, to enrage me. And that really was the worst time when it comes to like corny internet lingo was right around that Kim Kardashian picture release. And everybody just thought they were so clever. And you are all clever. And I love my listeners. So I just thank you guys for for being around. Back to you, Jackie. (laughs) Almost as clever as Mr. Mistopheles and almost as clever as a one salad dressing that got a my TikTok taken down off page seven LPN TikTok. Talk about shadow banning. Jackie got explicitly banned just for sexually in nature, suggesting that Olivia Wilde's salad dressing is not very I said it's how a thin person hits on a person. I didn't even say thin bitch, even though that's what I wanted to say. And I just offered to Jason Sudeikis, if you want a couple of juggas covered in ziti, to come give me a call. And apparently that is sexual harassment on TikTok. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jason Sudeikis. Um, The offer still stands. If you consent... Respectfully, Respectfully, I will cover my juggas in ZD. I didn't even say the word press. Yeah, juggas. I feel I like it's appropriate. I honestly did. I watched that TikTok several times because it made me laugh a lot. And I didn't even really. Juggas was not even the key word. To me, the key word was ZD. And just the general vibe of it was like, I I mean, I the salad dressing, I can't believe that that's the special salad dressing. We need to talk about the salad dressing. Yes, we please. are talking about the salad dressing. So we talked about this a little bit last week about Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. And this nanny is still talking. I tell you what, man. I love it. This nanny is cheddar, given. Nanny. That nanny, wow, man. Get it. Do given it. Given the details. And so up. the nanny last week brought up that this whole where Jason Sudeikis <laughs> pulled a bit of a Bella instead of laying in the forest to die, he laid behind the car so that she couldn't leave. And it's because she had made her special dressing. Now, what is her special dressing? We talked about this last week. And she actually got it. Olivia Wilde posted it herself. It is from Nora Ephron's 1983 autobiographical novel, Heartburn. And the vinaigrette. Unbelievable. Can we just Fucking, say it's a vinaigrette? Hold on to your hats it's a vinaigrette. When you listen to this, it is. Two tablespoons of Grey Poupon mustard, two tablespoons of good red wine vinegar, whisking them constantly with a fork, slowly add six tablespoons of olive oil. You mean it is the basic ass bitch vinaigrette? That's your special salad. It's the foundation. I love, I love a vinaigrette. vinaigrette. I, I love, love a vinaigrette. Listen, this it. is also how I make my vinaigrettes. It's just that sure. I would never call that my the, special, the special salad dressing. You, you don't put a little bit of garlic in it. You put a little you lemon. Put a little bit of pepper. Put a little bit of pepper. Put a. You put something else in it. That is the most basic ass bitch vinaigrette I've more ever like, seen. More like Olivia Mild, am I right? <laughs> you are right. Actually, you know what, Holden? You're not often right, but right now you are. Yeah, she is you know, Olivia she's Mild. Mild. <laughs> Talking about Starbucks, dude. Everyone's yes. like Starbucks, which she is. But uh, Olivia <laughs> Wilde is motherfucking Starbucks. You know what? Ted Lasso. 
is Starbucks as well. Oh, Back but to it's you, great Jackie. Starbucks. <laughs> it's the Starbucks. That that's the Starbucks problem. is delicious. We you know. I mean, if you're getting the the ones that have enough calories in it for right. a day, then Starbucks is delicious. Right, right, right. right. If you get their regular coffee, we all know it tastes whatever. Yeah. We all know that yeah. the regular coffee at Starbucks is not what it's cracked up to be. You go when like I go, I hit a Starbucks when I'm like, ooh, yeah, put my yeah. pumpkin cream right. on my salted mama caramel. Wants, mama wants my, a dessert. Yeah, yeah. mama this wants. It's a fucking dessert. Or, or Mama needs to take a dump. That's the other. Yeah, reason. yeah. Or Mama needs to. Mama take, well, that's Chipotle take or Five dump. Guys. You, Daddy, haven't you ever been like, oh, it's been a couple <laughs> days. I either need to like see a doctor or just go to Starbucks and get a coffee. <laughs> oh my god. For me, that is that used to be Chipotle, and now it's Five Guys. Five Guys makes me insta dump. <laughs> Chipotle now and like goes in and then I sit on it like an egg <laughs> and then in the morning I have just painful issues. So I'm, I'm starting to shy a little bit away from Chipotle. Back to you, Jack. I am disgusting. <laughs> I am just, oh my God. Yeah, it's a real loaf down there. Oh, uh, uh, I don't like loaf. It's because it's so strong. It's over brewed, you know? It's a lot of <laughs> yeah, caffeine. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit of a butt rocket. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not the one getting banned from TikTok for my explicit yeah, content. Right. Jackie. Oh my Filthy god, content, I'm sexually Jackie. harassed. And I said, is it sexual harassment and bullying? I cried for 40 <laughs> I just, minutes. I, love that. I felt so bad. And then I got mad. Because yeah. I was like, give me a fucking break. Well, I love that you were already mad about the dressing and then you made a joke on it on TikTok. And then they just tripled down by by shadow banning you. It's Mild. so funny. It's all because of Olivia fucking mild. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I didn't even say thin bitch. But 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 I think the real story here is this is bitch is such a fucking hypocrite, dude. She fucking keeps coming out there being like, it's about the movie. It's about the filmic experience, the real go to the movie theater movie that I made. And that's what it should be about. And everyone's talking about this other stuff over here. Well, you posted the dressing. You're fucking complicit. You posted the she dressing. Po- and she posted it in like a little mic yeah, drop. Wink, like, wink. Like yes. a little, yeah, I'll yeah. Post it. You are yeah. playing into this thing like crazy. You love it. Stop trying to sit here and be like, I'm an artist who makes a real go to the movie theater movie. And I don't care about the whole like, Whatever with the divorce. I just like, I'm just wild about Harry. Harry's <laughs> wild about me. But that's not true, is it, Olivia? It's not true. Yeah, but is it true that Florence you had the fling with Harry Styles first? Because that's also what the nanny has said. Yes, I, I will say. Nanny. And I think no. I said it before, but I will say more like Florence P.U. Uh, for Whoa, sure. I don't think no, so. No, it's more like Florence Woo. You know? yes, Woo. Thank yeah, you're you. right. It is more thank like Florence you. Woo. I love Florence P.U. Wow. Do you think that holds any weight? Like, it no, would be the secret to Zach unlock Graf. the whole mystery, don't you think? Yeah. It, it would, would be, but she. But then that's the thing: is when did her relationship with Zach Braff end? And when, like, is that was so? Is that why it ended? Is that why it quietly Ooh. went away? Yeah, th- was th- it because of that? This would explain so much. It would explain why her absolutely baffling relationship with Zach Braff ended so, um, you know, abruptly. It would explain why she seems to despise Olivia Wilde, and despise the entire movie film uh, movie movie and the film experience like I just think that this (laughs) nanny has actually provided the last puzzle piece that we could not find why do why does everyone in this film hate each other because it's really about a bunch of bitches fighting over Harry Styles wow and one industry source that's when you know that this is real said I can tell you for a fact 
that Flo seeing Olivia and Harry all over each other on set did not go down well, as Olivia was still with Jason when she first hooked up with Harry, which we know because of the fucking vinaigrette. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're calling it a vinaigrette as if that is something separate from a salad dressing. <laughs> it's just because it's, it's just, the it most is such basic. A, it is the most, well, well, Thousand Island, please. If that would have been hilarious, though, but it was like, I mix mayonnaise with a no, ketchup. No, no. <laughs> you are making a homemade Thousand Islands. Let's say you you grew the cucumbers. You made oh, the pickles, right? Now we're getting insane with this. <laughs> you make the pickles. You make the relish for the fat. Like, I'm saying, you can make a high-end Thousand Islands dressing. Uh, yeah. You make the mayo yourself. You make the whole thing. You making the poupon? Hey, Mild, you making the poupon? Because I don't fucking think so. I'll tell you what, I had a poupon earlier because I had to yesterday for lunch. Don't bring up your loads <laughs> on this podcast again. <laughs> I will not allow it. <laughs> you shall not pass, and I'm talking about your bowels. <laughs> oh, no, don't curse nerd me with girl, that. Nerd, nerd girl, girl, you're such a nerd girl. Did you guys get that? Yeah, that yeah. was like such a Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> um, it's really difficult to not include... Uh, uh, also openly Lord of the Ringsy things in a wedding. Can I just say that? I'm mm. trying to find a chalas right now. I keep calling it my chalas. And so many chalases are like, just like in Lord of the Rings. So like, what if I don't yeah. want a Lord of the Rings chalas? A Lady Galadriel over here. Oh my God, nerd, nerd boy over there. <laughs> What's a chalas? Um, is a chalice. Ch oh, what do you need a chalice yeah. for? You doing communion? Yeah. That's what everyone's <laughs> yep. going to get the body of Jackie, the body of Jackie. Everyone's going to come up and it's going to be, oh, it's going to be snickerdoodle cookies. No, no, no. MJ, we all know right now, specifically right now, Jackie and I are literally in a house of Satan and Christ compels you. No, don't you bring your Christ, Christ in here. Christ compels you out of this house, Satan. I'm going to no. take, uh, I'll find something to start I'm, masturbating with in here, <laughs> just like in the movie. Well, there you go. Then I'll have to ban you from my own personal TikTok situation. <laughs> sexually, that would be sexual harassment. sexually harassed. Jason Sudeikis and Holden McNeely in the span of less One, than a week. Yeah, yeah. No, they're doing more of an Indiana Jones thing. Jackie's going to walk in and be be like, the penitent man must pass. The penitent man. The penitent man. What is the penitent man? Then she's going to duck and roll and all these blades are going to pop Can out. Can you imagine me ever ducking and rolling? <laughs> and ever? Well, Can you like, imagine me well, like how, doing a somersault out of nowhere? You know, I think everyone I mean, would die from shock. Even MJ did this, you know how like they spend weeks and weeks with a, learning a choreographed dance and practicing it. Well, that's your version of that. You're just going to be practicing a role, a simple role. <laughs> so I'll be like, um, I'll be like Willy Wonka. Yeah, well, I'll start, <laughs> yeah. I'll start coming so down funny. the aisle. Oh my god, she's old and frail. <laughs> <laughs> Sickly. Yay. <laughs> I would love to do that. Now I wish I'd worked on that earlier. There you go. Well, you'll see that <laughs> when you come to Austin and Dallas, yes. November 17th and 18th. Release there, the butthole. There will cut. be no violence, probably. But there will be singing. I can yeah. definitely guarantee you that. And I will also guarantee that we are not just, we don't just do a live show with us up on the stage with microphones. We are actually writing a full show. Yes. So definitely come and check it out because we're putting a lot of work and rehearsal into this. I lick a blade at one point. I'm actually, yeah, well, that's what the chalas is for, you know, <laughs> for my blood that I'm going to spray on the audience. But it won't be my blood. Right. It will be cranberry juice. Wow. Oh. So wear, wear your plastic 
ponchos. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, come with Jackie's splash zone, just like a Dollywood, and be like, watch out, what's gonna get splashed? <laughs> <laughs> I actually am extremely excited about the show. And every time we finish our little writing meetings, I walk around with a little spring in my step because I'm so excited. And it's been a really long time since I did silly stuff on stage. And it's extremely fun to do silly stuff on stage. There's a reason we've been saying silly stuff into microphones for so long, because once you do some silly, silly stuff on stage, you just want to keep going. And so I'm telling you, I found this. I feel the same way. Every time we're done with our writers meetings, I dress up like a parakeet and I walk around Vincent uh, attacking people. Is this so? Is your head gonna fall off like in Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> yeah. Because I thought this was a Dumb and Dumber reference for Bert's half a second. Heads are falling off. <laughs> Oops, huh? Well, see you later. <laughs> Samsonite. I was way off. Chris Jenner. <laughs> what does she want to do with her bones after she dies? She wants her bones to be turned into jewelry for the family. And you know what? I think it's great. Yeah, it sounds like a real Jackie move. Chris Jenner reveals her dying wish is to be cremated and made into necklaces for her kids. What I really would love is for my teeth to be turned into jewelry for all of my friends. And then I would like my, like, I want my organs to be dehydrated. Don't give them to anyone so that it can help people. That's not true. I am actually an organ donor. <laughs> Thank you. Stop your applause. Um, no, but I do want my heart to be dehydrated and turned into a powder. And then I'd like that to be uh, and then, put into jewels. Oh, I was gonna, Jeff has to sprinkle it on his breakfast every morning until Oh, that would be cute, MJ. <laughs> or it'll be like uh, Willie Nelson, who does actually want his ashes to be um, sprinkled onto blunts and smoked Smokes. after he dies. Yeah. That's a big ask. I don't know if I want do it. to smoke a dead person. You want person. me to smoke your ashes? I'll do it. I've accidentally smoked some gnarly shit looking for Nug in my carpet in college. So I've I'm smoked not... glue before accidentally Ugh. for a while. <laughs> For a while, I was smoking glue I because have... I had I'd put together a bong like the handle back together with glue, ah. and I just kept sparking the Light glue. It, yeah. it in. I'm fine. Like I'm mentally, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're your not, brain you're was not... like this before you inhaled all the glue. Right. <laughs> if anything, that helped, <laughs> uh, which is good. <laughs> what turned your mental health around? You know what? Accident. I uh, get, huff glue get some bumps. glue. You get a little crazy glue. Oh man, you get it all sizzling. <laughs> you get a spoon, I guess. I'm not. I don't actually support this. I I thought it tasted weird. I just realized you've got three cans of very strong cold brew. Yeah, I've already done two of them. I know. What the fuck? Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? I'm not the crazy one. It's so strong, I smoke by a the little way. glue. I drink three cold brew coffees. What's the problem? I am planning a wedding. You've like got three cans of cold strong. brew. You're looking at me like I'm weird for saying that Starbucks makes you take a shit. Yeah, and you're looking at me weird for quoting Counting Crow lyrics in a negative... Writing uh, a tour, planning a wedding. <laughs> There's just a lot of things that are happening in my life right now, and I need the fuel to get me where I gotta go. There you go. Spring Eel Coffee. Ah. We're not sponsored by that. You're drinking Kirkland cold brew. <laughs> it's Kirkland. It's Kirkland. <laughs> you're drinking Kirkland. I was you're trying to help the Last Podcast Network. You're drinking okay? Costco Last Podcastnetwork.com. That's where you can go to get tickets for release the butthole there cut There you go. Tour. Don't miss it. Well, MJ, when you get ripped in half by a wild bear in February of 2042, what would you like uh, for the, by the way, I just predicted your fate. What would I'm you? I'm very scared of you now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now. 
<laughs> what are you doing with your ashes, MJ? Where do you want your ashes to go? This is a. Gr- I think this is what we should the, be talking about. By the way, I, yeah, I, know I know you're curious. I know you're curious, Jackie. It's going to be a heart attack in a hair salon, but I'm not going to tell you the year. <laughs> oh go on, God. MJ. Oh no, but I only go to the hair salon like once a year, so now I'm just going to be scared every time I go. Just like, is this going to be it? But definitely a heart attack. I knew that. I'm either going to stroke out or have a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's be real here. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm just excited that I get to die like Archie Andrews uh, yeah. in Riverdale, um, even though the bear didn't kill him. Didn't but... kill him, and, and, and none of the scars stayed either, yeah. <laughs> literally. So my ashes, you know, I think that you got to do something funny with them. Like you got to go like, like pretend you're going to, you know, scatter them at sea or something, but then do like a big sneeze and accidentally blow them in someone's face. Ooh, whose face do you want your ashes to be blown into? Though? Like your husband <laughs> uh, like or, Lebowski or your something. Kids? Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be you two. I think, I think Gideon's oh, got to wow. take you two and my kids to like a beautiful sea escape and be like, this so is- it's going to be just the, the four of just us. Just for you, yeah. My kids are going to be like, who are I'm sorry, these five people? including you. Yes, no, you, you'll you also be there in spirit. Well, I'm going to... It's 20 yeah. years from now, so, I mean, I'll still be pretty young. That's, that will still count as a tragic death to have been mauled. Oh, yeah, for yes, sure. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anybody gets ripped apart by a bear, I feel like it would be pretty, it's generally considered tragic. <laughs> certainly a person in their mid-50s. Leslie Jordan died this week, and that I was know. like a weird, I got that so in the sad. middle of the day, and I, I was like, a ray of light has been put out today. Yeah, like, that's all I could think. It feels like someone who's, yeah, rare, this doesn't happen all the time, and usually I'm very like, well, life happens, but this was one where I'm like, oh, wow, that Feels like that shouldn't have happened uh, at all for especially 67. That's so young. I mean, you know, not as young as uh, MJ will be. Yeah, you know, I think anytime a celebrity dies in a car accident, there's a weird like celebrities that are just like us because like cars are like the thing that I'm most afraid of in the world. And yeah. There's just like a needlessness, like, oh no, like this truly didn't need to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And Leslie Jordan also is just like a the icon of like a happy, joyful person. So it was a medical incident while in the car, by the way. So, so that's why, because if you see how the car crashed, it crashed into a building. And I was like, how did he die from that? But they think that it may have been something medically went uh, wrong and that yeah, made him yeah. careen off Which is the so road. scary for when you get older. I mean, anything could happen at any time. And if or you're at the any wrong, time, anytime you're driving a car. Or if you're in the woods and a bear approaches and you're MJ and you're uh, 50, how old? I'll be 56 when I die <laughs> by a bear. Too young. February. It's too young. Yeah, yeah, it's way, way too, too young. young. 
Well, that luckily I never <laughs> go to the woods and I never okay, do anything in nature. Yeah. So Unless you're laying down camping. to die, but yeah. that just depends on if yeah. you're being a Bella for if the you're day. You're sad about a boy. Yes. And I am sad about Leslie Jordan because, I mean, I definitely, I know I'm not the only one, obviously, created such a parasocial relationship with him through his Instagram through quarantine. And I'd always enjoyed him on anything that I'd ever seen, but I got, I felt like I knew him because of how I watched his Instagram stories every single day and it put such a smile on my face and I just... We don't always talk about every celebrity death, but I just needed to yeah. bring this one up because it really, like, I felt genuinely like we lost some positivity. Yeah, in the world. I, I, I saw a lot of people speaking out about that as well. So this one's just a gut punch for sure. Yeah, and it's also a gut punch that the first day of when we were young festival got canceled. Wow, yeah, same oh, no. deal. Totally the same situation. Same kind of upset. Honestly, upset you were like, everyone. wow, of course, the when we, you were young show is a total shit show. Well, first of all, they it seemed like it went great the next day. And also, I think they actually avoided the shit show from what it sounds because like. Because they canceled it because of like really intense weather, and that seems like a very un when we were young fest thing to do. So You're I right. actually can uh, uh, concede. Oh my god, I just remember the Firefest guy thing. That's my favorite thing you po- you said this week. But we'll get to it. In we a second. will get to it because I was uh, because of course we all thought that the when we were young festival was going to be a lot like the Fire Festival. But what I will say is I saw someone um, post on TikTok someone that's working on the when we were young festival. How they're actually doing it? They have a big. They're doing like it a really Miz stage where they are setting up a full revolving stage while while one band is in the front performing. They're setting up for the next act behind it, and then they just revolve Ooh, the entire fun. stage. That, I, I, when I heard that, I was like, "These people are the dumbest people I've ever heard of." So I cannot believe that actually worked, and that it, it went looks well. so smart. Like, it, and it is working well, and I can't wait to hear because I'm going to ask um, our our good friend and family member Natalie is going to be going to the When We Were Young festival, and I'm going to mine her for information about oh, mine. it. As they tell me about it, tell me about. But That's it is very. Not young anymore, older person responsible of them to cancel for high winds because in my old age, I'm scared of the wind. And so I appreciate that the other people who were once young are also scared of the wind. Are you scared of the wind? Yes, I've had multiple family members taken by the wind. So I don't know if I am (laughs) scared by the wind. Are you genuinely scared by yes, wind? Yes, I've seen. I, I'm be- scared I've, of wind yes. because I live in a neighborhood where like trees are always collapsing in the wind, oh, and, okay. uh, and also fair. scaffolding in New York City. It's like some somebody's always being taken up by the scaffolding in the wind. So what? that's why I'm scared of wind, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I'm the perfect age demographic for the when we were young festival. Although, also my problem with it <laughs> is that I can't think of the name of that festival without thinking of the Adele song, and it's a totally yeah, different aesthetic vibe. It's just I like know. a movie. Might as well should have called. The uh, wind we were young festival. Am I right? Oh, it's Olivia Miles all over again. <laughs> Olivia Miles all over. But the article again. you were talking about, Holden, is that uh, Firefest Billy McFarland. And if you remember, if you saw one of or both of the Fire Festival documentaries, one of the reasons, main reasons behind it failing was Billy McFarland, who also went to jail for a while because of it, um, has been released from prison. And now wants to put up another 
festival. I, who is giving him money to do this? I guess it's a festival. I'm not act. I don't even know. It's a. He's calling it right now. It's a treasure hunt. It's so a treasure perfect. Hunt. I did. Perfect. I did call. The, I did call did the you number. Do it? Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, though, it adds you immediately to like a text thing, which is this. <laughs> Welcome to the treasure hunt. Add your contact info to come on board. And that's the part where I was like, I actually can't move forward with this because I refuse to give this man my contact email on it. Remember when Lexi (laughs) added your number to the gym? I super should. should. put Lexi's number (laughs) I can't believe she did that. I can't believe she did that. (laughs) And then we'll do (laughs) it. And then I got a follow-up text. You go in to join the ship. Once you add yourself, you will get the first so clue. you get the clue, but on the the website that I sent you, it included the clue, which is just sharks swimming and a bottle underneath. I'm watching it currently. Oh, and yeah, I was seagull. like, what is that sound? I thought that was on me. I was like, what is nope, that that's sound? It. It's just that. It is just shar- hammerhead sharks swimming underneath the water. There's a bottle underneath it. And then there's a woman in a bikini. Of course. And, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> that was me screaming because Holden started on his computer and I got very startled. I, the other day, Jeff is definitely, I have in my, I am the person that constantly, even if a Jeff is in the house, if he opens up the door too fast, I go, ah! Uh, and he texted me the, the other worst. day. He's like, Jackie, I came home early. I am downstairs because I was upstairs recording. I don't want you to be scared, but I don't want to interrupt. And of course, I didn't look at my phone. <laughs> and he scared the shit out of me because I thought I heard something. And I took out, I moved my headphone and was like, I don't think I hear anything. <laughs> okay, I don't think that there's anyone here. And then I put it back. And then I swore I heard something. So I moved it again. And then I like, because I keep. Weapons. I keep a knife in my my office just in case. So I had the knife and I'm like going and I'm just like, I'm home. I texted you. I told you that I was home. Dude, this I'm uh, I thought I was the only one living in a marriage where my husband is constantly surprised to see me in the house. Every every move I make same, terrifies him. MJ, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the exact same boat. Lexi is just absolutely terrified at the sight of me. And I'm just like I feel like a criminal in my own home all the time. Apparently, I'm very soft-footed, and I he can't hear me coming. And so, if I'm in any he if he's in any room and I appear in that room, he just looks over and just is. It's like the life drains out of him in fear. And I'm like, do you not remember that I live here? And he's like, you need to announce yourself. So now I have to walk around my own home saying, I'm here. I'm coming into the kitchen. I am here. I exist. I'm I'm honestly thrilled this guy is still trying to like do stuff. I love this kind of agent of chaos because you know what? If you're going to like buy into whatever this thing is that he's trying next, that's on you, man. On and you. honestly, it was kind of on you if you flew to that weird island to like do this, you know, because Jaw Rule, you, you, you thought like, Ja Rule is going to give you champagne and you were going to like bang all these like Instagram models. I, I just, it is so, these sorts of, um, what is it? Is it Schadenfreude? Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Uh, it's like that kind of thing I just live for. I love it so much. I, I watched just both of those documentaries. Uh oh, theater girl. Uh oh. <laughs> of course, too, that it's such a fucking treasure hunt. You know, it's like all these Ugh. people have to be like, I. We only do giant board games. You know, Silicon Valley people have to only behave in like child behavior. Right. It's just ridiculous. And uh, yeah, I wish that. 
I could move forward with this, but uh, it's asking for all of my contact information, so I'm not going to do that. Or should you? You could. You could I, set up Lexi. No, because then it's on me. I just said you it's on you Lexi. if you're going to. I could set up Lexi, though. <laughs> but what if I just feel like you're giving your information to a vulnerable, just, yeah. Maybe this, this time it'll be different, Holden. Maybe he really uh, learned <laughs> this will be about it. not being a fraudster, and now he'll I think so. Really this, time it's, it. this time it's ludicrous is going to be uh, there, and, uh, and what's another random? And it's ludicrous to give you money to this festival. Come oh. on. I'm sorry, that wasn't so even funny. a good joke. That was just, it was a non-joke, but I appreciate you, MJ, for supporting me. I was yeah. doing, I was trying to channel Statler and Waldorf in my reaction but i guess it, i mean are we going to talk about cardi b and madonna and madonna just being man off the mark do you follow madonna on tiktok her tiktoks are uh, they are i want to say if i'm getting shadow banned over here for my se- I'm, sh- or, I'm sorry real band over here for my sexual harassment. I am so shocked every time I see something from Madonna come up on my TikTok for you page. Um, Just because I am, it's like looking at a lava lamp, you know, you can't look away and you don't know quite how it works. (laughs) She's wearing vibrators around her necklace. On her necklace, she's selling her own uh, vibrators that she wears as necklaces. In my brain, all I could think of is how much food I already drop on my breasts in my day-to-day life, that if I had a vibrator that was on a necklace around my neck, I imagine I would get it covered in some sort of gravy or some sort of (laughs) mayo slop from a torta or something, and then I'm going to put it inside of me. Mm. Very scary. <laughs> but that's not why people are talking about Madonna right now, even though she is coming out with selling her own vibrator necklaces. I think I just shadow banned you. Did I think, you? I, yeah, yeah, I think I just did it mentally. I just did it. Why? Because I find that you talking about the sexual food on your breasts is uh, harassment. <laughs> oh, oh, am I banned from the podcast? Does that mean I can... Can I get back to blading the wedding? Should I, <laughs> should I tag out? <laughs> I uh, she's real dumb with this one, and I think I don't even think she meant for it to come off how it comes off. This so post. you're talking about um, so Madonna celebrated the 30th anniversary of her controversial book called Sex. And she wanted to celebrate it by saying, there are 30 years ago, I published a book called Sex. There are photos of men kissing men, women kissing women, and me kissing everyone. Now Cardi B can sing about her WAP. Kim Kardashian can grace the cover of any magazine with her naked ass. And Miley Cyrus can come in like a wrecking ball. You're welcome, bitches. And then put a clown face emoji. It's the clown the face. Clown face. The clown face emoji. I don't know if she is the problem. I don't know if she realizes the context of the clown face. Also, just basically, you don't post this. You let other people post this This about you. No one doubts that Madonna is like yeah. the, groundbreaking the, the mother of of all uh, you know forged this of path of sex in 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 pop music sure, yes. sure, sure, sure like no one no one unless they're so young that they don't know about Madonna which in which case i don't know i guess go to your manager and be like i want more uh press about the founding role i had in 80s sexy pop music fine like it's but it's just like if you are the one being like 
I did it. It's like, yes, Madonna, we know you did it. You don't have to come for Cardi B. Like she knows that you, she has you to think. Lady Gaga knows she has you to think. Fucking Kim Kardashian knows she has, no one is contesting this. You don't, you you can stop reminding us and you can just pull a Mariah and just revel, you know, and have some confidence in your role. You're always going to be Madonna. Like, yes, you're aging and that's terrifying to you. And you're not like, the sex goddess that you were literally 30 years ago, but like you can just sit back and be like, I did it. Like imagine if like all the other founding figures of pop music, like imagine, uh, I don't know, like if, Share, yeah, share. Aretha Franklin. Share said it would be all in. Caps, you would never do this without <laughs> me. Like no one needs the 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 real yeah, founding yeah. divas to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you just you let someone else. That's grace, right? That's handling things with grace. You let someone else celebrate, and, and I think plenty of people have already said as much and will say as much when she dies in twenty thirty seven. No, I don't like your few curses. years before me. But, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. You'll be around for it. Well, but she, essentially, Cardi B's but reaction Jackie. to it was I know exactly what she said and I understand, but it's all about the tone. Yeah. Calling me bitches and putting clown emojis. The fuck? So Cardi B got immediately pissed off. Yeah, she's of right. Course, Cardi's getting right. sent to her. Yeah, Cardi's right. If somebody right. sent a message about posted a message that referenced me and then ended it with bitches and then a clown emoji, I'd be like, what the fuck did I do to you? Well, yes. also, even more so because Cardi B's like, it's more so because of her respect for Madonna, because I don't think she'd even give a fuck if it was like somebody she didn't give a shit about, but she was like, you're Madonna, you mean a lot to me, you are like, yeah. you know, this Why are you sucks. calling me a clown, Madonna? Yeah, well, and that's yeah. what happened, so they eventually, they talked, they ended up talking on the phone, and I will say, if there is a way to apologize to a person, good on Madonna yeah. or whoever and whoever set it up that Madonna called her on the phone to apologize. That's how you apologize. That is how you directly apologize to a person, not via Twitter. I love the fact that Madonna called her on the phone and then Cardi B came out and said, I talked to Madonna. It was beautiful. Have a great day and drive safe. The y'all. She said, yeah, that's nice. my feelings were a little hurt because to me, Madonna is not no regular artist. She's actually somebody that I really look up to. Yeah. And I appreciate the fact that like, yeah, of course, that was Cardi B's reaction because this is Madonna yeah. saying these things. I genuinely think she didn't. I, I personally think she didn't realize what the clown Emoji. I don't yeah. know. Like, maybe I don't, she I thought it was either. like the LOL. Just like, kidding. Yes. Yeah. I think she thought it was a I just kidding. I think she kidding. just thought it was like a kind of a, you're welcome, bitches. And then to undercut that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like the wink face yes. or whatever. Or like but, even the cry laughing would have been would have been yeah. a little bit more disarming. But like the clown is so Like, I think aggressive. it's like I'm clowning. But, but unfortunately, like the clown emoji has already been associated with like showing someone's ass to them like yeah with, it's like, not you're good. A, saying you're a clown you're a, clown. Like, you're That's a what joke the emoji means. you know so if anybody says something really obnoxious on twitter let's say or something like that people will like throw the clown emoji at them being like you're a fucking clown so <laughs> i just don't see how like she would have meant to do that you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. i don't know like and why would she be that angry at them if you're still famous and you're you know i mean I know that I'm going to be misusing emojis already and certainly right. up until my death at in the in, at 56 uh, in the woods. Um, so. <laughs> Just stay out of the woods is all what I'm saying when you're 56. Out, yeah, what a yeah. way to go out. Yeah, it's a good way for sure. Oh, yeah, when everyone's just like, well, 
She she died like she lived, <laughs> screaming while getting attacked by a bear. Oh yeah, the you know MJ's always going into the forest, but I guess we're always having um celebrity conspiracies though, right? Hey, is it time? Oh my god, it's super time. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been really waiting. Oh, we were we were talking about the story. All right. Oh yeah, hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Did Tay plan to come out in 2019? <gasps> That's right. This is for all the Gaylers. Gaylers! Uh-oh. This one comes in from Steven, who writes, Hi, y'all. Book Thief here. Hey, Book Thief. So good. I just didn't, I didn't, I glossed past that when I first said Book Thief's a great member Love of our you, Twitch Book community. Thief. I first saw this conspiracy theory on TikTok, but when I went back to find the video, it had vanished into the ether. So here's a live journal summary instead. Links to the live journal, but uh, they do a great job of summing it all up. A staffer at an LGBTQ nonprofit in NYC heard from their boss that Taylor Swift was going to come out as bisexual at the Stonewall Inn for Pride in 2019. She commissioned a rainbow dress from season four Project Runway winner Christian Suriano for the occasion. And if you remember, she did perform at the Stonewall Inns, this slight sort of tracks. As per usual, Scooter Braun decided to ruin her moment by announcing that he had acquired Swift's master tapes that same month. Even though Swift was heavily promoting her first Braunless album, Lover, and its lead singer, You Need to Calm Down, which is full-on famous drag queens and LGBT celebrities, at the time, she knew her coming out would increase sales of her past albums. She opted at the last minute not to come out after all, so as to prevent Braun from capitalizing from it. Again, oh, really good theory. It was a right? bit of a three-dimensional chess. Yes, which actually is like a really good explanation for why she decided not to at the end of the day, I think. Still, she ended up performing at Stonewall anyway, even though she was criticized as a straight person for encroaching on gay space. The Syriano, I remember that. I remember the shit out of that. The Syriano dress would still see the light of day, only worn by Billy Porter. However, upon closer inspection of the dress, it does appear as if it was built for a smaller, tailor-sized individual. There's also a nude panel that indicates it was made for someone with a lighter, tailor-colored skin tone. Siriano hasn't explicitly confirmed this, though he did duet a video on TikTok of someone explaining this theory while he sipped tea standing in front of the dress. Ooh, that's about as close to a confirmation as you can get. Once Swift re-records her first six albums, she may finally feel comfortable coming out, and we can finally see if those Carly Kloss rumors are true after all. P.S. I bought VIP tickets to your L.A. show. I'm super excited to meet you on person. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Get the VIP tickets. Network.com. Austin, Dallas. Violence free. Uh, <laughs> November 17th and 18th. Uh, I so. was woefully not clued into the Gaylor conspiracy theory until recently when I met and went out for karaoke with a group of uh, not only just diehard Taylor Swift fans, but also, uh, you know, they are queer Taylor Swift fans who believe nothing stronger in their hearts than that Taylor Swift is also queer. And I have found myself living for this conspiracy and feeling also even more, my feelings about T Taylor Swift before were neutral positive, and now they're the needle is leaning much towards enthusiastic positive. And so Whoa. I, yeah, you know, but it's, but this is an interesting one. Like you're going to not come out for years just so that that guy can't get more money off you. But I guess she that, that makes that sense. I guess that's calculated. And that, I mean, I almost want to say vindictive. I mean, she has whole songs 
you know, karma. It, she calls out Scooter Braun still in this album, uh-huh. talking about getting turned into the FBI and mentioning the divorce. I mean, she is like out for blood. So I snake, actually, that is, snake move. that is actually, Kayla, she's so calculated with that kind of stuff that that is, I'm totally, snake I think Island. that's what tracks. She is Snake Island. Yeah, absolutely. And I love I her I guess for my it. only complaint about that is that wouldn't the incredible, um, good that could come of her coming out you know in terms of visibility and representation and uh, young people seeing themselves in her and all that wouldn't that outweigh the vindictive win that she is getting against Scooter Braun but I guess we gotta let Taylor make her but she's still she can still do it eventually she just needs to record these albums first you know what I mean so I think that's why it's like Weigh, weigh that out and if you weigh it out like oh well I'll just wait and then this guy gets fucked and I get to have my moment and like both get to happen so you think that she's going to come out when all of her the other albums are released outside of Scooter Braun's control I think I mean that's what this theory mm. is saying and I I would love for that to j- even just I thought about you MJ and uh, your friends yeah. and I you know even just for the Gaylers of the world I yeah. feel like I hope I hope that's the case. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But also, it's got to be, it's difficult enough to come out uh, publicly. And the fact that, like, all this pressure from people That's to true. come out has got to be a lot yeah. to fucking deal with. That's true. I feel like that would also be the kind of thing of, like, maybe I don't want to give this part of me, even though you're right. It could help so many in, like, with the visibility. That's and like, true. So yeah. many positive you're right. things. That's but, not like, a, I'm thinking personally. Yeah, that you're right. So people can only come out for themselves. They can't come out I'm for right. people. You know and what yeah. I mean? And I feel like, so maybe it's like, so whenever she decides to come out, Gavah, yeah. if that is something that she's going to do. But I do think that, like, part of the, like, I, I like the phenomenon because it feels like her fans really respect Taylor Swift. And I think that that's awesome because she does put a lot of work into the way that she builds her releases, even with Midnight's, where she released part of the tracks and then hours later released the rest of the music as I don't even know why she did that. Why did she do that? Um, Because it's kind of like the thing she was doing with the In the Vault stuff for like Red and all of her re-releases and, and even Folklore got like extra songs. She just did it really quickly 
which was cool. But I, it's because like the album, I and that and that's what I really appreciate appreciate about her a lot. Actually, is that like she's in, she makes albums, and you know, in a world where most people make singles these days, you know, for that like Spotify playlist or whatever. Um, and and she's very album focused. Like that, that is incredibly important to her. Like what the order of things and what's on the album. So technically, the album is those thirteen songs, and then the three AM edition. And I do agree that those extra seven songs. There, there's some really strong stuff there, but are they like this cohesive, you know, are they experience? The, yeah. Are they? And, and I love that because I'm an album person. I want your album. I want your highly curated. This is what I'm trying to tell you with this one specific piece of music. It's a time capsule. It's, you know, it's all of those things. So I like the idea that it's like, no, Midnight's is these 13 songs. And then these these are extra songs. We're like at tacking them on because I just didn't want to wait. And and she's really good. At, I, she's a really I always say she's just like a really great artist to be a fan of because she's always giving you more than you than you expect. Uh-huh. Right. And that's like such a treat, you know, much less. All, I don't really care about the the Easter eggs and clues and stuff, really. But it's fun, right? It's still yeah. for a lot of people like Mr. Firefest over here, right? I'm excited to treasure hear his hunt. album after the treasure hunt is finally revealed. <laughs> so funny, man. This fucking guy. Well, there you go. There you have it. Oh, so I guess we believe. We and believe. also, I guess it's time for the list. Oh, who's, who's on, on the list? list? Gotta have that list. The real life origins of movie monsters. Uh Uh-oh, it's spooky time. And lots of these we know, but I think it's always just fun. Maybe that's just because I've been in a real vampire place lately um, between working on the show and also watching Interview with a Vampire. But this immediately was just like, oh, I want to talk about Dracul. General vampire mythology may predate him, but Vlad the Impaler was literally called Dracul. Dracula, meaning son of the dragon in Latin, and it would be hard for Bram Stoker to claim parallel thinking there. He may not have had an actual immortal bloodsucker, but as the ruler of what is now part of Romania, he sure did shed a lot of it, and he did kind of give off a little bit of a Dracul kind of vibe, I will tell you. What is the name of... I just realized this. His name is Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, I was like, why does he need another nickname? Vlad the Impaler is pretty, pretty strong. Pretty strong. <laughs> but, you know, when someone's that horrible, I guess you just start adding new ones. Like, asshole, I'm sure, was probably in there as well because he was a, he was a real jerk. I think he wasn't a good man. I think nah. he was a bad man. And also just the general idea of zombies. Where did that come from? Probably because dogs used to partially dig up buried corpses Ooh. and then get bored and wander off, giving the appearance of a body rising from the grave. Oh my God. Which is that, the I, I think that's why I picked this list because it's like, isn't that horrifying? Yeah, that is just thinking horrifying. of dogs. One of my favorite facts about dogs is like, it's kind of the same thing as like when you die, your cat will definitely eat you. Uh, with dogs, like sque- squeaky toys are literally exist because like they sound like dying animals <laughs> that they're killing and to eat. Oh, my God. And that's, that's what squeaky toys are. So we think they're like so cute. Oh, you know, Chucky likes his little squeaky, you know, squeaky goose or whatever it is because he <laughs> thinks he's like killing a goose, a tiny yeah, goose. Yeah, really <laughs> shaking it to Yeah, death. and it's going like, oh, man. 
me help. Like every time you hear those squeaks, that's like it's getting off on like that thing screaming Get for its dead. life. <laughs> well, it's just part of their their nature. And I mean, also part of this zombie conversation is that in colonial Haiti, voodoo priests use drugs to make their victims appear dead enough to bury, to be dug up shortly after, then to keep them docile enough to work on sugar plantations. And this also gives me, um, have you guys ever seen The Serpent and the Rainbow? It I is this, know what you're talking about. Oh my God, the Wes Craven movie that's got Bill Pullman in it. And um, like he's like an anthropologist and he, I think he goes to Haiti to just to talk about this specific drug. It's a genuinely, it still holds, it is very scary. It's a very, I watched it like five years ago and it still like creeps me the fuck out. And so the idea of zombies also came from that. Mm, very what cool. about the concept of werewolves? Goes back to the epic of Gilgamesh. But there was a time when people thought that they were real, though death attributed to werewolves was usually the work of perfectly human serial killers <laughs> who were more than happy to have a mythical fall guy. But um, I'm not too familiar with Gilgamesh, but I feel like every time it comes up, I'm like, should I be reading? Should <laughs> I read the epic of Gilgamesh? Because it sounds very interesting. Bah, bah, bah. What about mummies? Mummies are real. But the 1922 yeah, opening I mean, of- Yeah, the mummies are just real. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, mummies too- <laughs> originated oh. in ancient Egypt. Yeah, they're just- <laughs> Mummies. But the 1922 opening of King Tut's tomb was a particularly big story, especially after the people involved in the expedition started dying, mm. giving rise to rumors of a curse. It turns out that they didn't die in any statistically significant numbers, but it was enough for Universal to turn it into a monster movie. And that, huh. that part of it, I did not that know. That is interesting. I didn't realize that. I just assumed... They just on their just as is they're creepy. Right. So I would just assume immediately, even in Egypt, they'd be like, ah, they come up to life at night. You know what I mean? And yes. Like, or Frankenstein's good. monster. So Mary Shelley uh, used to apparently go to these science shows that were popular at the time where performers used electricity to move the limbs of animal carcasses. Mm. And that. Again, the idea of going to a show to watch a performer, elect, I, one, one thing we will not be doing on stage mm. at the Release the Butthole Cut tour is electrifying dead animals to make them seem alive. Not even cats? No, not even cats, but we will sing a little bit of cats. Don't worry. Unless you hate that idea, then we won't be doing that. Yes, then we will do whatever you want us to do. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws was inspired by real life series of shark attacks in New Jersey in 1916. Mm-hmm. Also, something that I did not know. Would we call oh, yeah. Jaws a Halloween movie? Oh, it's, it's a horror movie horror for sure. Movie. It's definitely a horror movie. And last but not least, The Blob. Of all the movies to be based on a true story, a blob of moving purple goo really was reported to have fallen from the sky in Philadelphia in 1950. Unfortunately, when one of the witnesses touched it, it vanished. So no one could examine it further. Hell yeah. It sounds like bullshit, but this sort of thing actually happens all the time, and no one can tell what it is. Theories have ranged from melted meteorites to regurgitated frog corpses, which is probably less appealing than a man-eating alien. And, I mean, we all go back to, was it Vomit Gate? Mm. Back where Henry used to live, when I used to live with them, and I would walk Wendy, and there was what seemed like, because Wendy, oh, she wanted to eat that vomit. And so Henry thought that there was actually like slime and goo coming from the 
ground, but I think that it was just um, throw up. Kind of remind me of the Montauk monster as well. Oh, are you talking about, is this, you're, you're smiling as if you're talking about your penis. No. <laughs> the Montauk monster, the creepy mo- uh, uh, animal corpse that, that uh, I feel like this was a fun time in the internet. Uh, but yeah, that animal corpse that washed up and nobody could figure out what oh, type yeah, of animal Oh yeah, I remember the Montauk was. monster. Yeah, yes. that was fun. Yeah, Did they ever figure it one. out? I think it was just like a raccoon or something. Oh man. It's just skull and bones. The new unsolved mysteries. There's new unsolved mysteries and I burned through them and the Are you pro them? Uh yeah. I am have absolutely my skepticism is gone. The only thing I want is that I want it to be more like the original. There's been zero updates so far, which is very unlike the original. They just they just straight up solved all those mysteries, but I guess it was different then because everybody was sitting down and watching unsolved mysteries on their prime time and television, calling the hotlines mm-hmm. and calling stuff. the hotlines. Not nothing been solved yet, but uh, but there was an old unsolved mysteries about a mysterious gelatinous goo falling from the sky that is really, really? One, of, one of my faves. Yeah. It all comes full circle. So that weird. is my list for you guys. Love it. Love it so much. I've lost my sight. That's right. I think I'm going blind. Items. Oh, we, we can't, can't see them. This North of the Border one hit wonder aside, I fucking hate this. This person's being referred to as a one hit wonder. They're not a one hit wonder. They put out amazing albums. Uh, this North of the Border one hit wonder says a married oh, bachelor has been it. stalking her and even threatened to kill her at one point. Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes, I can't believe she's being referred to as a one hit wonder in these blinds. Everyone go listen to the albums Emotion, Dedicated, and the new one, The Loneliest Time. They are all banger pop albums. She's so much more than Call Me Maybe. In fact, that is the one song she has to do at every one of her concerts that I'm kind of like, whatever. I sing along or whatever, but I'm like, that's not... Ooh, she has so many good albums. Check out Emotion for starters. All right, but still, (laughs) a guy from The Bachelor who's married has been stalking her and even threatened to kill her at one (gasps) point. Protect Harley Ray at all costs. Did you know about The Bachelor connection? Or did you just think that because they because she was called a one hit wonder? That's how you. And knew. I was complaining about it. That's how you know. MJ, wait, did we break you? Have we broken you? Did I we, what? I don't understand. Did we break the the <laughs> did, how did you know it was Carly Rae Jepsen? Was Jackie's oh question. no, I just could tell because of Holden's anger at her being <laughs> called a one hit wonder and it's her being blows my mind that people don't realize she's had this insanely good career after call me maybe like year and she just put out a, an incredible album unfortunately the same day the midnights came out but uh yeah man that's crazy i couldn't track down the article attached was like all these different bachelor couples from the tv show that were all going to coachella but even that i was like many of them were ma- married so I was like, I can't really narrow this to any one person. Mm, okay. Based on the clue that the blind gave. But okay. That's interesting. Okay. Though. All right, here we go. Uh, blind number two. The choice of a color by the A-plus list singer is definitely her trolling people who know most of her boyfriends have been closeted. Who? Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. What, do you know what song they're referring to? No, I could Lavender Haze. Right, Taylor Swift from an interview. Uh, uh, apparently, la- the color lavender is associated with LGBTQ plus. Is that? I mean, I purple. Guess purple is is gay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. From an interview. That's oh, the- we all remember the Tinky Winky <laughs> conspiracy. Conspiracies. Oh my god! I can't. Oh, I got to do that one. I can't believe I haven't done that one yet for celebrity conspiracy. 
Um, but yes, uh, the, this is what she has to say about the song Lavender Haze. That's the opener on Midnight's. Uh, I happened upon the phrase Lavender Haze when I was watching Mad Men. Uh, I looked it up because I thought it sounded cool. And it turns out that it's a common phrase used in the 50s where they would describe being in love. If you were in the Lavender Haze, then that meant that you were in that all-encompassing love glow. And I thought that was really beautiful. I guess theoretically, when you're in the Lavender Haze, you'll do anything to stay there and not let people bring you down off of that cloud. I think a lot of people have to deal with this now, not just public figures, because we live in an era in the era of social media. If the world finds out that you're in love with somebody, they're going to weigh in on it. We've had to dodge weird rumors, tabloid stuff, and we just ignore it. This song is sort of about the act of ignoring that stuff to protect the real stuff. Well, which is kind of funny because then it's like ignoring the rumors that she's gay and stuff. So it's actually the opposite is what she's well, because saying, also, but. I mean, the lyrics I've been under scrutiny. You handle it beautifully. All this shit is new to me does sound like, which uh, like of all of this, especially the Gaylor uh, conspiracy right. theories, it does sound like this is something that, oh, her past exes that yeah. have been closeted. Oh, this is something that she is struggling with. Yeah. Um. So I can see. But again, it's so crazy. I, like what other like diehard fans because she does leave these clues in all of her music, they just scour everything she puts out. I couldn't handle that kind of pressure. Yeah. I couldn't handle that. Yeah, that it's would be lot. really hard. It's weird. Like I said, I know this sounds ridiculous. It's kind of a lot to be a fan. Like when she puts an album out, I have to like wade through a sea of, I mean, there's people who are nice, but there's so many people who are really mean, like really mean. You know what I mean? Like to, just the shit they say, it's so condescending and dismissive about like just a person you, whose music you like. It's so, I don't know. I've never, I don't, not since I was like a a grunge kid in middle school, have I felt the way it seems like some people feel about her, her and her music. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where I'm like, it's a sign of you being like a piece of shit. Like even if you were into fucking Maroon 5, Go for it, bro. I don't know. Whatever fucking licks your candle. You know what I mean? Whatever sucks off your candle until I'm it melts. I'm always sucking on those candles, too. Yep. It's a problem. I just lick them till they're only wick. I mean, they're I lick to the wick. That's why we call you Jackie Wick. <laughs> oh, I. Oh my God, I wish. Mm-hmm. Except don't come after my animals if All I had right, well, one. Well, that dog's kid, squeaky toy is a dead animal. Gotta uh, keep them entertained. Mummies. Zombies. All right, here we go. The final blind of the day. Uh, apparently, it was the actress slash director who hired the gossip dishing employee. She had her start immediately and never got around to having her sign an NDA. More like Olivia Miles. Right. And the tell-all nanny. And you know what? After she posted that fucking uh, dressing recipe, I believe it. I think she is playing everybody like a fiddle with this stuff being yes. like it's about me movie you know how little could you imagine how little people would be talking about that fucking movie if, oh, if so any I saw of this it was and I immediately forgot right, completely I forgot, forgot that about it, it existed right. hey, <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, Olivia Wilde, I, you I need agree. to calm it. down. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, it's oh my day. Watermelon sugar. That'd have been funny if it was like that'd have been funny if it was like I put some sugar in some watermelon. Like if that was the dressing, you know what I mean? It, like, <laughs> it oh, should have right. been a watermelon dressing. That would have been yeah, yeah, or yeah. at least a watermelon yes. salad, you know. Sure, have been interesting. delightful. Put some mint in and it. And it's some always feta. grape poupon in it's always grape poupon in the vinaigrette. No, that's just a like that's a, the extra just, thing. The mustard usually. Oh, use, there is a mustard. Yeah, yeah you put a mustard. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Interesting. I mean, I'm really want some right now. So that's the only thing I'm conflicted with is that like it does it does sound like a delicious dressing. But, it's great. Um, it's just it is the base. It simple. would be like it would be like if you made I don't even know what's the comparison. Like if you make a fucking mac and cheese with right. just and it's Grilled like cheese. oh oh my mac and cheese I use butter, flour, and milk and I stir it together right. to make a roux. And it's like yeah, yeah that's like, what you have to do. Like you wouldn't even make be a making special, they make a special grilled cheese. It's like yeah, I put mayonnaise on it's just what you know, it's like the uh, the thing if you just googled grilled cheese it would immediately pop yes. up. Yes. And also in the same where it's like it could very easily be like a Greek vinaigrette. If if she had added literally anything out, like put some right. garlic in it, put some S&P in there, put a little bit of oregano in there. Wow. Then it's OK. It's a, a step up. Why do I feel like we're going to get a Paul Newman style Olivia Wilde dressing line like in like a month? I, I and we'll can't. be talking about I'll it be on, so this, upset on this if she gets a show. fucking salad dressing <laughs> deal. <laughs> I can see. Hey, welcome back, Holden. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for joining us today on page seven. We can oh my see God. you we can on see. tour in Austin. Oh, and Dallas. Okay. And Chicago, Milwaukee, great. Minneapolis, D.C., Philly, Brooklyn, L.A., and San Francisco. Oh, my God. You're getting so good at naming the city. Wow. Very good. Yeah. We're especially pushing this. It's right around the corner. The Austin and Dallas show, 17th and 18th of November. And um, yeah, the uh, it's going to be it's there will be safety there. There will be officers so yeah, to keep we'll, everyone we'll in say line. Like it will be off the chain. Yeah. And so if that excites you, then but you there won't be actual chains there to inflict violence. Well, it'll be it'll be chainless. You know, just for like more menacing. We'll <laughs> yeah, have yeah, menacing yeah. chains. We'll have but, like rubber props to menace, but yeah. we won't actually be inflicting. I promise. And we'll have like our Scott Kid wallet chain that we always. Yeah, wear. we might have. Well, I mean, I'm going to be coming right off of the when we. We're young, fast. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can't wait to meet you guys out there on tour. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can follow us on TikTok unless I'm making more sexual harassment TikToks <laughs> over a page seven LPN TikTok. <laughs> Still very upset about it. And you can come hang out with me um, probably not for the next week or so because I got to go get like married and stuff. But uh, other times you should totally come hang out with uh, twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie on Sundays and Tuesdays and we have a blast all right uh yeah check me out twitch.tv forward slash holdenators oh uh I do streams now Monday through Friday including Jack with the Holdies every Friday come check that out I believe yeah we're just about to do the last one for a minute uh here so definitely be there for this week's uh, twitch.tv forward slash holdenators oh <sighs> also patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast ad free m effing episodes yes. y'all thank you for not cursing holden because You're i welcome. have to take down your tiktok right. <laughs> please yeah and if you'd like to get sexually harassed over on tiktok <laughs> uh yeah check us out page seven podcast over on patreon ad free episodes also so much weekly content it's kind of ridiculous i saw someone comment the other day like best Bang for my buck on Patreon I've ever seen uh, is the Page 7 Podcast Patreon because there is such a ridiculous wealth of content, not only coming out every week, but now if you get in, there's a backlog of all of Twilight, let's say, being read to you oh my and God, all, all this Mod kind of stuff. And being read to you. I will also say we are in the second book of the Ice Planet Barbarian series, and it is 
so much better than the first book. Good. Oh my god, Rahash is like oh. totally such a broody boy, and they totally are going to have like a Beauty and the Beast thing where it's like they hate each other, but also like they jerk off in front of each other. Wow. <laughs> Tentacles and all sorts of things going on there. So yeah, check that out. And for ten dollars, uh, you can join us on Discord every Thursday watching Jersey Shore. I mean, it's such a great. Snar, MJ. What about you? My name is MJ. I'm on the talks at the page seven LPN TikTok. I'm talking. I'm not sexually harassing Jason Sudeikis. You're not sexually harassing no. anybody, Yet. MJ. Yes. But Yet. <laughs> I'm also on Instagram at MJKLCat. And I cannot wait to see you guys on our tour. Tour. And now it's time for the shout out song. Oh, shout, shout. shout. Let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. We're We're gonna gonna read them to you. Come on. It's time for the shout outs. It's time for the shout outs. Can I just say um, shout out to AARP for some reason who um, welcomed us into AARP on page seven podcast at gmail.com. I think that it was just a spam thing, but I will say I was just like, am I already? Am I that old? Come on. I'm not an AARP yet, please. But AARP seems to think page seven podcast at gmail.com needs to be enrolled. And uh, maybe we should be. Maybe I'm missing out on great coupons. Anyway, thank you guys so much for sending in your amazing shout outs to page seven podcast at gmail.com. That is seven the number. And it is time. It is time to start with our shout outs. First shout out goes out to Ginny. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Ginny says, I am writing in to say a quick thank you. I am currently on day four of isolation with COVID. Yeah, I waited till now to get COVID for the first time. I have my two little ones and my husband in the house, but I can't see them. So to stop myself from feeling sad every time I hear them, I cranked page seven and I feel like I'm having my own COVID slash snake island party thanks for keeping me company i just realized i've been listening to page seven for almost eight years oh gee baby and i love how i've grown up with you all jackie have the most amazing wedding oh thank you hold and keep being the oozing lizard king and mj you are forever parenting and footwear goals don't you dare tell them that please bring the show to canada i will personally show you around and force all my friends to come jenny i would love to in a damn heartbeat you are the best and feel better jenny and I have a beautiful little shout out going out to Jay. Can I just say thank you so much for the hot dog taco love? Jay, this damn taco sounds amazing. Jay says I was catching anniversary dinner with my Mr. Puke Pocket at a taco place. Also, happy anniversary, Jay. And we just found this randomly. We looked at the menu and my eyes immediately found a Nathan's hot dog taco. Don't worry, I got it. And I sent you a picture. I ain't souping you. Y'all, they were not souping me. This Nathan's hot dog taco, it might sound disgusting, but it looked unbelievable. Thank you so much, Jay, for thinking of me. 
Another shout out goes out to the Janester, which Jane, I finally know how to say your Twitch name. Jane says, I'm sorry, this is so long, but you're welcome for me not sending one of these after I hear each episode. I love synchronicities. They're basically my love language. Synchronicities? I said synchronicities. It's synchronicities. For example, I'm listening to current episodes of Page 7 while also catching up on old episodes. I started a few months ago. My Spotify rewind or whatever is going to be very page seven heavy. Hell yeah. Anyways, two-ish years ago, you started out the episode singing That Thing You Do, which happens to be a core memory of mine at my third grade birthday party, getting the cassette soundtrack of, and I still sing it in my car at least once a month or so. Then that day, I decided to watch The White Lotus Show because Jennifer Coolidge is in it, and imagine my surprise when the day I hear you declare your undying love for Steve Zahn but he's in the damn show and oh my god Jennifer Coolidge is unbelievable in it anyways I'm finally gonna watch Cats unbelievable and which I've seen the musical VHS of so many times since I was in sixth grade that I still know all the dance moves of and I did the naming of cats in my sixth grade poetry show but I've never seen the movie even though I've listened to your episodes about it every year and you're going to watch it this Thanksgiving with my sister the first of which we'll share together in over 10 years my only question to her was do you want to get drunk and watch cats the podcast I love keeps shouting at me too and she's like hell yeah so we're gonna do that and I'm so psyched. Dude, Janester, I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Welcome to Twitch. So happy that you came to start hanging out. Hanging out with us. So happy you came to start hanging out with us, Janester. And I also am again sorry that I keep saying your name wrong. And uh, Janester ends with saying, you are a goddamn gift to the world, all of you. And I appreciate you for your realness, even when it's not April and your love of Muppets Christmas and Christmas music and scary movies. And I can't wait for Riverdale to return, hopefully without a terrible wig for Archie. Oh my God, you know there's going to be. Didn't he just shave his head? Anyway, thank you so much. So much love goes out to you, Janester. And last but certainly not least, we've got a shout out going out to Kevin. Also, Kevin, just say, I just want to say thank you so much. Because Kevin started with Jackie. Look at you. You're doing great. Getting married. Good for her. Love you so much, Kevin. Kevin says, I'm turning 30 on October 30th. My wife calls this the golden birthday. I've always been a big fan of birthdays and having a birthday right before the best holiday is just too, too fun. But this year, it feels especially special. I made it to 30. Coming up out of an abusive childhood, I spent most of my life just trying not to kill myself. And as I sit here on the edge of my 20s, I can't believe I've made it this far alive and reasonably well-adjusted. Not only that, but I work a dream job this year that let me give a Halloween lecture on the history of horror movies, and I have an incredibly smart, sassy, beautiful wife. She's been an incredible partner the last few years, and unfortunately, an incredible nurse as we've worked together to fight mysterious and disruptive chronic pain that has frequently landed me in the stupid hospital. I knew she was the one when I was sitting at work one day eating a lunch she had made for me, because Pop-Tarts aren't real food, whatever that means, and a co-worker asked me if I made it. When I said my girlfriend had, and they said that was nice of her, I said, yeah, nobody's ever loved me this much. And I was like, fuck, we should get married. 
<gasps> this year, she's making me a birthday cake shaped like a brain and tolerating my constant barrage of Halloween excitement and spooky movies. And I just couldn't be more grateful to her and our little dog, too. Anyways, I'm just so surprised and so glad that I made it here. Can I just say, Kevin, I'm so fucking glad you made it here, too. I'm so happy for you and I'm so proud of you. Hell yeah. Thank you for sharing this. And Kevin goes on to say, thank you for all the work you put into the podcast. I save page seven every week for when I need to do work around the house and my body inevitably won't allow me to. The energy and chaos of page seven helps me at least be able to contribute enough to quell the loud voice of chronic illness that says you aren't doing enough. And by the way, you suck, which you don't, Kevin, you're the best. Thank you to MJ for the all too relatable voice of an intelligent, sane person doing all they can to keep from screaming about how ridiculous and unfair everything is all the time. And thank you for Holden for being a living example of growing up and learning without losing your sense of humor. His adventures in dadness and breast milk are inspiring, and I can't wait to hear more. Whatever, Holden. Bless your little heart, Kevin. And hail Satan. Hail you for sure. And happy fucking Halloween to you, Kevin. And also, Jack century on twitch i hope that you come and hang out with us and i hope that we can be friends and i think that that sounds the best and i'm so happy for you and happy birthday baby i hope that it's amazing and everybody else i love you so much deal with high school musical 2 next week i am sorry in advance holden is forcing us to take in all of the high school musical 2 and hopefully we will meet you out there on the road for the release the butthole cut tour just hit up lastpodcastnetwork.com for tickets and information over there i love you guys so much i got to go get married but i will be back as a wife in a couple of weeks Mwah! This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.